Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Before we get into today's episode, of course, we need to take a brief moment to thank our sponsor, and that sponsor is the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast. Do you ever just want to go listen to something that just kind of sounds like a friend and you casually having a conversation while you're in the car, like going grocery shopping and such? Try the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast. It's not here often, but when it is, hopefully it's mediocre. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Um, (laughs) Holy shit. It, um, it's been a minute and a half. Hold on. I, I had to fuck with my settings. Hold on. We're gonna, I'm not even gonna touch it because I don't think I actually touched it to come to think of it. Good golly, Miss Molly. So here we are. Look at us. Look at us. We're at a podcast. Um, I don't, okay. So let's look. I didn't even bother to look before I recorded. I just, this has been the first time that I've had the real opportunity to record, record an episode of the podcast and had the the drive in my heart august 29th yep that sounds like right about when shit hit the fucking fan um well a little bit before actually so yeah it's been it's been a minute um episode 27 went on august 29th and today i am recording this on august or october 30th so it's been two months since i last uploaded an episode so um i'm sorry for if there's anybody who actually looks forward to this, um, I'm, I'm sorry I've, I, I kind of dropped it because I, I know I personally have creators that are smaller, uh, like that have podcasts or that have um, YouTube channels that maybe they're smaller folks, but I really enjoy their videos. Like there's this guy um, on YouTube. His name is Climate Adam. Definitely go subscribe. He's super cool. He's got about 5,000 subscribers or 6,000 and it like even though he's a smaller channel, he's still somebody I look forward to. And so I know if he didn't post a video, I would be like, oh, darn, like, I can't wait for a Climate Adam video. So maybe there's people out there who really enjoy this podcast. I don't know. And if you do, thank you so much for spending any of your valuable time on me. I always say that time is like a currency. And the fact that you're willing to give me any of that very valuable currency, like, means a shit ton to me. But, um, yeah, so obviously, like I said, I'm sorry for not having been on an episode lately, but compared to every other time that I've kind of like dropped off on the podcast, it's always just kind of been like like finding the time and not like working hard enough to find the time. And then <laughs> this last two months, I would say have been the worst two months of my life and like not in some like cheeky, exaggerated way. And like... The thing is, is I feel like I can talk more openly on the podcast because I know not as many people listen to it. And I think I've mentioned this before that like, it's not like if I put something on my podcast, everybody that I know is going to know about it. So I kind of have some comfort in talking to a smaller group of people, even though the one thing that is annoying about podcast analytics is you don't necessarily, well, I need to, I need to look in that because I use SoundCloud as like the, the place that holds my podcast and then it goes out to all the platforms and it just dawned on me that I don't know if that information of like listens comes through on podcast on SoundCloud analytics. So I feel like I get 30 listeners per episode, sometimes more, sometimes in the 70 range. But then I don't know if that's just on SoundCloud or if that's across all the things because I'm on all the things. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't know why I made that point. Um, 
I literally don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, okay, so so essentially the last two months, oh yeah, that's about talking about things more openly. So I'm going to hold off on the specific reason of what is really going on, but there's been a lot of um, health issues within my immediate family, um, like a lot, and there's been a lot of me having to take over uh, the the family business, if you will, and having to step in there in a much more involved way than I ever have before. Obviously, I've always been involved because this is a, a business that's run out of my house. Um, I have a in-home daycare, if you didn't know. I've had it since I was like a year and a half, I think. My mom started it when I was a year and a half. And so I've always watched the kids. I have a good relationship with the kids. I changed my first diaper when I was three. That's like my <laughs> my thing. Uh, not my thing, but like I, that I always tell people that. I'm like, yeah, no, I've been around kids like my whole life. And so I've always been involved with the daycare, but now I am taking a different position and if if anything more stepping more into the role of um primary provider um but anyway like I said I'll kind of I don't know you could probably figure things out from like how I'm phrasing things but I'm, I'm we're choosing to keep certain things private for now but it'll we'll kind of explain it in a little bit more detail soon and I feel like I'd want an episode just kind of all about that but anyway so there's been that going on um and then that's honestly been the main thing because it's kind of juggling doctors and then now work, but in not just like, oh, I have a job, like in a completely different sense. And then still trying to like keep my head straight, which has been frankly really hard. Like I, I think the thing is, is that in the moments by myself, it is not hard to 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 feel like I'm together because I feel like when I'm by myself and I'm not interacting with anybody, even through text messages or emails or whatever, I feel like I'm pretty put together. But then when I where I realize that like I am being held together by like cheap, shitty dollar store glue stick glue is when I have conversations with people and I forget who I talked to most recently and I can be like I definitely I I consider myself to have a good memory but where I have a bad memory is if somebody texts me and like I opened the message it's gone forever for my brain like if I don't respond to it right away I don't respond to texts like if I if I can't respond immediately like I there's a chance you won't hear back from me for days because I it gets lost in all the chaos um but besides that I feel like I have a pretty good memory I remember when I last talked to people unless if I'm at a you know there's maybe a busy point in my life of I'm in a show or whatever which I'll get to that girl I'll get to that but um I've realized through conversations with people that my brain is not holding things together right now and I think it's sort of a fight or flight um mechanism is the wrong word but a, a fight or flight thing of there is so much there is a tornado happening every day and I need to have as many hands as I can on the ground <laughs> and so pieces are flying away because they're not important because if it's not that friends aren't important or things aren't important in my life or whatever but I need to stay standing and I need to stay on the ground 
And if I let one hand go, I could lose it all. And I don't know if that analogy makes any sense at all. And I work really well with analogies and analogies help me understand things and they help me explain things. And if you're a listener of the podcast for more than just this episode, which if this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, Sorry, this is kind of like a weird one. This is going to be a little bit more, I don't know, serious vibes. But um, it's also been so long since I've talked in this way. So I apologize in advance for the ums and the likes and the errs and the anyways that I, the mental stops that I do. But like I said, I literally, like my brain is being held together by cheap, shitty dollar store glue stick. Like the nasty kind. Like Elmer's when it's the invisible one and it's purple, like that's the good stuff. And then you can even get like the kind of clear-ish one. But then when it's that like solid white chunky like it spreads onto the paper and then it's like comes off in chunks and you're like why is this coming off in chunks it's a glue stick like it's supposed to be nice and flat like that's the glue that's holding every freaking one of my frontal lobes together like come on so (laughs) sorry that this is gonna just be a a fucking mess um but but yeah so I'll have conversations with people and then I'll I'll start saying things and then I'll go I definitely think I already told you this didn't I and people will go no, like, they'll be like, I don't, I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Or, um, yeah, I know you've told me this twice. And the thing is, that's funny too. Not haha funny, but hmm funny. There are five people that I talk to. Like, anybody who's outside of those, like, that five-person group is just, like, an anomaly. Otherwise, I talk to, okay, that, hold on, let me. Okay, I'm going to say eight. There are eight people that I talk to, not including my mom. And the fact that I can't keep stories straight from eight people who I'm all telling, and I, maybe that's the issue, is I'm telling them the same thing because it's like you're updating people on like what's going on when things are serious. Um, and so that that's kind of like why it's, it is so, I don't know about y'all, but when I just have so much shit going on, sometimes all I want to do is listen to somebody else. Like, I had a conversation with somebody recently who they could tell I was visibly upset, like distraught. Like, I think I got onto the phone call crying because I was just crying about something. And they were like, are you okay? And I said, no. And they were like, do you want to talk about it? I said, no. And then they asked me about the thing just incidentally. They didn't realize that that was the thing I was upset. And I said, I do not want to talk about that right now. I said, please tell me what, like, what is up with you? And like the whole phone call, we just talked about them because I was like, dude, I cannot, I cannot (laughs) process myself. Let me just, let me hear something about you because also the only entertainment coming in my life or like things that are not my fucking chaotic life is my stories from friends YouTube videos, and then Big Brother, which ended. So we'll get to that because we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, it, it, okay, so um, there's chaos and badness, but then there is, uh, what do I even call that? So I'm in a show. Okay, listen, I'm sorry. I know. I think I probably I'm going to keep saying, I think I probably turned on an episode because I literally, like I said, can't keep conversation straight even with myself, but I'll just say it. I 
told myself at the beginning of all this pandemic stuff and we people started doing zoom shows that I would not do one I was not interested in any way and to be frankly honest I'm still not but I said I will never do a zoom show because I think that's stupid and if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say a zoom show I mean that uh it, it was a show <laughs> a show on zoom wow I'm so smart a theater show so not like a tv show because there are some tv shows using zoom as like a platform for their plot devices and such well more so in the beginning and it's not like I watched them I just saw my mom watching one one day but anyway uh like a a theater show so like Romeo and Juliet or Little Shop of Horrors or I don't think you could do that on zoom but anyway doing a show through zoom instead of through person in in person and then people can watch it through zoom and however they do it so I said no absolutely not not down to clown like not not in the mood and then uh one of my old professors who when I talk about her and it's not in a sense of like the thing I'm talking about directly has to do do with her being my professor I always say my aunt because she's literally like family and but anyway, so one of my old professors, she is in a Zoom show. I'm in her show. I, spoiler alert, I got into her show. So I saw she was doing this show and she had kind of talked to me about just everything that was going on and, and whatever. And she essentially, she asked me because I had, I saw her show and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not interested, but maybe I am interested because this all started with my own interest. So I have to take responsibility in that sense that I was kind of intrigued and I think also because it was her show if it wasn't her like I would not do it. there was another person who had a show who I love the director of that show too he's amazing um he's like a father to me but besides the topic of the show I was like not even interested like not I cannot handle the stress of that whatever and it just so happens to be that like all this nonsense and the show collided at the same time and had all these things that I was doing happened prior hold on had the casting for the show happened after all the the chaos the tornadoes and such um the metaphorical tornadoes I definitely would not have auditioned at all because I bleh, but I was thinking about it and I was kind of gonna ask Pam like what she thought like if she wanted me audition and then she approached me oh I said it was Pam it's Pam okay anyway uh <laughs> and she approached me and goes hey I are you gonna audition for my show and I said I was thinking about she goes I would really like to see you there and I was like that's really that's really nice like obviously she wasn't offering me any roles or precasting me but she was just to to hear that somebody would like to see you try out for their show I I don't know it's very cool to me I I I I take it with a lot of pride so I auditioned the show is Lissa Strata um which if you don't know it's an ancient Greek show but this is a American English translation and the show is about the women of Athens and com- uh, joining together with the women of Sparta and and all the women in the adjoining towns and being like our men are at war so how do we stop the war withhold sex from them they'll sign a treaty real fast and that's the whole show essentially so I'm in that show I played the old women's chorus leader she's a lot of fun I I wish I was playing it in person because I think it would be so much more fun and obviously all of this would be so much more fun but there's a lot of physicalities I'd like to see uh uh, that character perform with being in person but in the same way there's also a lot of physicalities that I'm thankful I'm not doing in person and we're actually replacing it with puppets which I bet she probably still would have done puppets in real life because 
that's just Pam. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm in the show and I don't want to say I regret it because that sounds mean, but I absolutely regret it. <laughs> and I just, you know, that's one of those things of like, I, I think the theater bug was like, oh, okay. Like I, I haven't been in a show in two years. This is my first show in over two years. The last show I did was in spring of 2018 and it's fall of 2020. So besides being in two acting classes and then being on an improv th team, thank the Lord, literally, if I didn't have a show to perform every other week for my improv team, I do not know how I would have survived the last two years because it, it gave me that live theater experience. Um, but yeah, so this is my first show in a long time. And also, do I even want to say this? I'm going to only say it here. I'm not saying any of this on YouTube. This is, okay, quick sidetrack, and I know I'm going to lose my place. But anyway, let, let's let's try it. There's this podcast I listen to, which is called Psycho Babble with Tyler Oakley and Corey Cool. Tyler Oakley is like an OG YouTuber. And the intro for the show is um, Psycho Babble, the, pot, the, 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 the half hour show where we talk about um, gossip, pop culture, pop, blah, 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 pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told before in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's psychobabble. And like, <laughs> that's the, 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 the stories we've never told in videos, like that part, I feel like that's low key a little bit the podcast. There's, there are things that I'll say here that I will not say in my videos, because also I feel like it's such a bigger orchestration when it's a video. I don't know. Anyway, so I was, see, God damn it, I knew I was gonna lose my place. Um, and I was talking about talking about doing the show and being in person and being puppets and fuck me I literally need to write shit down when I know I'm gonna go on I literally knew I was gonna lose it and then I lost it and I'm oh, frick on a stick okay well I think I'm just gonna try to keep talking and maybe I'll come back <laughs> damn it this is so annoying I need to stop doing this <laughs> so uh, I'm in the show. Fuck. Oh yeah, two. Okay, I I still don't know where. I, oh, oh, okay. Oh yes, I remember. <gasps> I remembered, guys. Oh, I did it. I did it. I'm so proud of myself. It's eleven o'clock at night. Oh Jesus. So um, <laughs> so it, it, I haven't done a show in two years, and you know I was like, okay, this is one getting back on the horse and kind of a in a I'm getting on a pony instead, but also it's a pony with like nine legs, and that has like like. I think did I say nine head, nine heads or nine legs. I don't know what I just said, but it's like a like a pony that's actually an alligator. Like it's kind of the same thing, but also not at all. And there's so many other things that you weren't expecting that would come up as issues, like the power going out three times tonight. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was three times tonight for me. A couple times for other people. It was just a bad time. But I think I'm on some bad grid. But anyway being able to kind of get back at it is obviously important and then on top of that something I haven't told many people and by many people I mean less than five including my mother is that I am auditioning for grad school in 2021 um to start in fall of 2021 and to kind of have another show like to sort of preparing myself for this now I still need to find audition pieces and my audition is in theory two months so little nervy nerve for that, not gonna lie, and it's hard to find audition pieces. However, I do have technically, like, here's the thing, is I don't want to use pieces that I've used for years for auditions for grad school. 
But with that being said, if I needed to, I would feel confident using those pieces for grad school if I literally can't find anything else. I bought two plays. I've read one of them. Oh, I did buy a book of plays too from the Louisville Actors Studio, Actors Theater. Louisville Actors Theater, I think that's what it's called. Um, or Theater for Actors, whatever, doesn't matter. But I bought a book that is a uh, a whole bunch of plays because that's, that's kind of like a conservatory, I believe. It's uh, people go there to better their craft, not yada, yada, whatever, hard to get into. But anyway, it's a book of plays. So I bought that and then I bought two plays. And one of them, I was like, I obviously had never read it, but I was certain I was going to find a piece for my audition. And oh my God, did it miss the mark? I literally like finished reading it. And not only was it a weird, it's called Meteor Shower by Steve Martin. It came out in, I think, in 2015. It was on Broadway. Um, like in the original, uh, Jenna Fisher played the leading lady. Uh, and then people who I've seen before, but I don't know their names. It was at the La Jolla Playhouse. And then um, on Broadway, Amy Schumer, Michael Key, Michael Key, and Laura Osnes were all in it. And then this Jeremy somebody who he's he's very big on Broadway. I just can't remember his last name. But um, Amy Schumer won the Tony for Best Actress in a Musical or in a in a play from this show and so I was like oh it's it's a comedy it's Steve Martin this is my vibe and boy was I I think I don't even know if I would enjoy doing it honestly but I think it's a very interesting show I'd like to see it I think I would really enjoy seeing it but the point being nothing for auditions so uh I need to find audition pieces that's the main point of this antidote so when it comes to me doing Lysistrata it was kind of like, oh, great, I haven't done a sh- show in two years, I had to really work on, well, that's not true either, because I had to do monologues, and I had scenes, and, and all this stuff that I had to memorize, so I've done, I had, I had to mo- memorize a five-minute monologue from, for one of my classes, so I've actually taken a couple acting classes at UCI, I just couldn't remember, but I've, I've had reasons to learn lines, and all these things, but there's, there's a difference between being in a show, and just kind of getting me back into the groove coming up to this audition, I'm I'm thankful for and obviously this this audition is not that it would be great if I got into grad school especially like the there's like three that I'm really wanting to get into but if I don't it's not my only plan and it, it was never in my plans honestly until about February before all this COVID stuff hit and and then COVID kind of emphasized it even more because the industry is shut down Broadway is not opening back up until June of 2021 and if anybody's going to get rehired, not saying that I'm trying to go on Broadway, but I'm just saying for the generally in the entertainment industry for actors and such, if anybody's going to get hired for anything, it's going to be people who got laid off from being in shows. You know, there I, I don't foresee the next, honestly, like five years, but let's be hopeful and say like two, the next two years being good for new actors. Like, if you do not have a career, I do not see the next two years being good. Like, job-wise, trying to work as an actor. Unless if you're being an extra. And honestly, at that point, they might not even be taking people. They might people with the experience. I don't know. I don't. It's all kind of weird and dodgy. But my idea behind doing grad school now is obviously, like I said, I was entertaining it in February. And then just conveniently, all this shit happened. And it is kind of the almost like the perfect time to be in grad school because if I'm not going to be getting any jobs or any type of work or who knows even like community theaters like I had an audition in February or something like that for a community theater 
And that show obviously got canceled. I didn't get into it, but that show got canceled. But who knows if that theater is even going to survive the pandemic? How many community theaters are going to survive the pandemic? So not even just saying getting paid work, but getting any sort of work and being able to be on a stage at all, not paid. Who knows if that's going to even be possible? So by being in grad school, they put on shows because that's part of the curriculum. You have to do shows to graduate and, and be a, a, in the same way that you have to do a lab for a bio class. You have to do a show for a theater. Like a show is the lab, you know? And so being a part of an, a master's program where that's like a most places are like we do x amount of shows a year and the grad students are involved in everyone or the grad students have to be involved in a minimum of three of the five shows and all these things so pretty much what I'm trying to get at is that by doing grad school now when I know I'm probably not going to be maybe even have an opportunity to be in an unpaid show for the next two years but if I can get into grad school I will not only be getting training but I will also be performing and then on the other side I leave with an MFA, I leave with more training, I leave with connections, hopefully an agent, hopefully as a better actor, and I can move forward in my career as an actor, whether that be being an actor, whether that be, I mean, obviously I still have to try to be an actor in order to be a professor, but you know what I mean. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where my brain is at. So that's a thing that is maybe hopefully happening, fingers crossed, knock on wood, you know wish for on the level 11 that I get into the grad school I want to go to but yeah so that's the whole being in a show thing via zoom and being uh, applying for grad school and then I feel like there was something else there was definitely something else that I was like oh yeah this is all that other shit I got got fuck what was it I don't know um But I've been definitely very grateful the last couple months of, like, for a couple things. One, obviously the people that I have in my life and, like, friends that I have that I know I can count on and turn to and the amount of people that have offered their support during this, you know, tornado coming through has been really great. And it's in times of need, you see who your true friends are. And it's been really great to see all the people who I thought were my true friends are my true friends. Like, so far, I've not been disappointed by anybody. (laughs) So that's great. Uh, Then secondly, I've been really thankful for my YouTube channel. And I've been working on a lot of things. And the thing is, my channel is not on a crazy exponential climb right now but I one thing I am also proud of about my channel is that it is constantly moving forward whether it be at the same rate which obviously I would like things to start to you know I get on average I can even pull it up on YouTube studio right here I'm in this weird setup in my room right now which I'm gonna upload I'm gonna film a vlog I'm gonna make a vlog of going through tech week in a um in a what's it called pandemic and like doing a zoom show and kind of like going through the technical things of it because I was going to do that originally like start it now but then I feel like tech would be a better time I don't know anyway uh so I've got this weird corner I'm in so my computer's like on this bookshelf in front of me but anyway so I've gotten 28 subscribers in the last 28 days 
So on average, I get about one subscriber a day and that's been pretty consistent. Like I'm still in the green. So YouTube studio goes off of green and red. So like if green is consistent with green is essentially saying it's consistent with what you do or better. And red is saying it is decreasing from your averages. So I've been in consistently the green on my subscriber growth. However, it is the same. Like it's just, it's not better, but it's the same, which I'm definitely grateful for, but I would obviously like to see a little bit of a, you know, uptick. That'd be great. But anyway, I've been having a lot of fun coming up with video ideas. That's been a lot of fun. Um, like, well, I'm going to just address it right now. If you haven't voted yet, please do. We've got a couple days left. I made a video that has been polarizing. Look at that like to dislike ratio. Nine likes to eight dislikes. I love it freaking MAGA people angry makes me so happy because just anyway please go vote um but I I feel like every night I am like brainstorming ideas for videos and I've kind of got some I don't know I'm kind of in this place right now where I've got some ideas about my channel and also about how it's being like constructed I don't even know if that makes sense but like like I say in a lot of my videos or whatever is that I like to say that my content is either tech or lifestyle and some stuff in the between and I've also now come up with this new term of um, tech lifestyle and general Annalise nonsense which make uh, tech lifestyle and general nonsense I feel like that's pretty good or just tech in general nonsense <laughs> I feel like that encompasses things more correctly but I kind of figuring out how I want to balance the tech and the lifestyle and the nonsense and also like I don't know I've been I I, I feel like I I definitely try not to copy other people like when it comes to my my favorites that's just a, a genre of video and like talking about Apple events is not, I feel like that's a, that's a, that's not a, that's, it's more of a genre, you know, tech people talk about the new events, but the way that I frame my videos, like, the one that I'm really proud of, honestly, is custom iOS 14 apps, what, why, and how, is a video I did, uh, that I uploaded as of right now, about a, um, 10, do, 10 days ago, about all those custom apps that you're having on your iPhones, and how people making their apps look custom, and like even even my reel oh my god I'm so proud of my reels video um and I just wish people were able to see it more but uh my reels do they have the power to replace tiktok video the storyline is a I don't think the the skeleton I had the idea in my head and then it went away but the way that the video is framed I feel like is unique to me and my style on both of those videos. And so all I'm trying to say is not only am I proud of the content that I make and I'm really happy of the stuff that I've been making, but I also feel like I've been more inventive, if that's a good way of phrasing that. There's just like, for instance, there's this one video concept I'm working on right now, which is my first multi-part video series which the okay the only two series I have on my channel would be um 
the Vroom, which I'm working on getting my old ones up. Oh, I should work on that actually right now. Anyway, um, Vroom, which is my video recording of our month. It's my monthly vlog series. And then my um, Odd Origins, which I've only done two episodes now of that. And I really want to do some more. I feel like I should do one every couple of months. And they're just, they take a lot of, a lot more research than you might think. Because research goes into the video that does not come out in words. So, excuse you, there have been people doing fireworks around my house. And I'm not on a main street anymore. I'm so annoyed. Um, fireworks around here. There have been people, there were fireworks. Did I just say fireworks? I think I said fireworks and fireworks. Anyway, fireworks and people driving and zooming their bikes and people who live in the street next to me. I think there's like three motorcycles who live down that block and not like just like crotch rockets, but like like hogs. So that's been freaking annoying. I digress. Uh, my odd origins, which is telling the the origin of words. I really love etymology. I think that's the word. It's either, ep- it's not epitymology. I think it's etymology. I always get that word messed up, but it, it it's the origin of words. So the term Amazon, see, I think I even used that word wrong too. But like, for instance, I wanted to find out why is Amazon, like amazon.com called Amazon. So I went back to why did Jeff Bezos decide to call Amazon Amazon? And then also, where does the word Amazon come from? And and then like uh, <laughs> my first episode, I think it was uh, twerk was one of the words. And that is a twerk is a c- conjunction. It is a compound word. It, it is a word that derives from the word twist and jerk which came from like the 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 jazz scene of of dancing and stuff so um yeah like I don't know I find that stuff really interesting so I'm not necessarily looking for like well fa means uh, to bring from in the latin and then e-i-n typically means like you know what I mean like it kind of comes a little bit down to that but I don't know. Okay, there's a lot more. All I'm saying is there's a lot more time and research than goes into the actual length of the video. So my, just let's see. Uh, title. O. D. Nope, that's an S. Let's see. Odd Origins, episode one. Has 236 views. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, but it's eight minutes. And then Odd Origins, episode two. At... I did them three years apart. Fuck. Wow. And it's been two years since my last one. And I literally, I have scr- like, not scripts, but notes and like ideas. I just need to like, like I said, a lot of research goes into these videos. And the Odd Origins episode two was 10 minutes long. And I should go back and watch those so I can like, uh, like, see if there's anything I want to change from the format and anything I want to replicate. Anyway, I watch my old videos a lot. I have comments on the video. I need to, what are the comments? Who commented on this? Oh, fun. Yeah, that's awkward. I mean, it's not awkward. It's fine. Anyway, cute. Love it. Oh yeah. And then I also have been off of social media for, (laughs) oh yeah. I'll talk about that for a second. Uh, will I? Yeah, anyway, okay, so I want to essentially, I, what I was saying is that I'm really proud of the videos that I'm coming up with, and I feel like they are 
kind of unique. I'm not saying that I'm a um, that I'm a freaking visionary, but they're a little unique. And, and I'm oh no, my pop filter. I need to get a new pop filter thing because this thing sucks like hardcore. Mm. Do I even need it though? I think I do. Yeah, this is bad. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've been looking for like a sock for my mic because I do think the pop filter helps. But anyway, really happy with my YouTube channel. And it's been a thing that I find when my mind is the most scrambled. And I then I, then I look and I've been spending three hours on a script and researching and phrasing things and timing myself and seeing how long certain parts take and if they make sense when they're said out loud and all that stuff. So anyway, I've been very thankful for my YouTube channel during this time. Now, <laughs> um, so I've been off social media since the beginning of September or the middle of September, but for like about two months now. And I thought it was going to be much harder than it was to get off of it. And it's actually been super easy. And I miss it. And when I say social media, I mean Twitter and Instagram. And there's been a few times that I've logged onto Twitter or Instagram to like look up something of like, oh, I wonder how this person's doing. Um, I wonder if they posted something or like trying to fact check a tweet or check on an Instagram post based off of like news or whatever, just things like that. But I don't have the apps on my phone right now. And it's been really great. And it all started kind of there's multiple reasons why I went off social media. And the thing is, I went off for a couple of reasons. So one, there was this situation where essentially I started a project in kind of defense of myself. I don't want to say too much because I honestly don't know who listens to this. And I don't have the energy to fight right now. <laughs> But pretty much it all started before the ca- the the tornadoes came through my house. <laughs> Metaphorical tornadoes. The situation came up that was kind of small, but it was a very charged situation negatively towards me. And it wasn't the first time it had happened. And so I kind of said, fuck this. I'm going to defend myself. Like, I'm tired of this. And I then kind of felt like I couldn't post on social media until my defense was done because that's essentially what I was doing as I was creating a defense for something I don't want to get too into it uh and I've worked on that defense and it's in the form of a like you will see it hopefully one day because I do want to finish it because I've put hours and hours and hours and hours into this already I've put probably at least 25 hours into this like uh article that I'm writing currently it's at let's see how many pages I think it's at seven pages and I personally think it's gonna end up being like 35 let's see Six thousand words. Haha, <laughs> it's nine pages. Okay, so I'm currently at nine pages, and I personally think it's going to end up around thirty-five. Just by the way that, first of all, this is eleven-point font, so I'm an actual Looney Tune. 
So once I get it to a normal font, which is only 12 and like double space and all that stuff, it, it could be up to 45. But even at the 11 point font it is and how much I've put into it and how much I know I'm missing, I can see it being so much more. So the subject matter of which I am writing about is not fun. It is very kind of depressing. And I... I never said I was a journalist. I definitely never said that. I think it's, I think journalism is very cool. And there's a certain compartmentalization that must happen to have, must have to happen with journalists. Because the one project I'm working on that isn't even that bad, like in the grand scheme of like the people who had to report on Beirut, you know? I don't know how reporters don't come home like journalists aren't just constantly depressed and maybe they are and like it, it is just it is just really hard so me doing this little passion project if you will out of my own fruition sparked by um pain and vengeance I feel like is the right word honestly um spite I don't think it's it's defense it, it is a defense not a defense piece it is a piece explaining why I feel the way I feel about a certain topic um, because I was accused of not knowing what I was talking about at all. And also the person who accused me assumed why I felt the way I did and then told me why I was wrong for feeling that way when I never even got to get in a word edgewise of why I felt the way I felt and why what it was that I was feeling like it was kind of like my feelings were assumed and then told they were wrong and then also told like it like I didn't get a chance to say a word it was one of those things of like well why do you feel this way because this 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 so you actually didn't want an answer to my question because if you you didn't want an answer to that question because if you did you would have maybe expressed your thoughts and then said can you explain why or can you tell me what your point of view is? Anyway, like I said, it was a very charged situation. So that threw me into a depressive spiral. I can be completely transparent. And if the person who initiated this is listening, like, yeah, it's like 2020 has been terrible, like in so many ways. Um, but like, I have not, this is the, I've had two extreme depressive, nah, yeah, extreme depressive episodes in this year, like to a dangerous point in my life. And I don't want to get too sad or too depressed. Um, but yeah, and this, this started the second one. Um, and that's why I put all my energy and self into this kind of defense of my thoughts and opinions piece. Um, and then by social media, like I felt like I couldn't post anything on social media because then it would be like, well, you told me you were going to give you, you told me you were going to give me a response. And every time you post on social media, that means you're not working on your response. So that means I win. And I didn't want that to happen. And so firstly, because of that guilt that I was putting on myself of this person didn't even know I was creating this and that I am creating this. They thought I was going to send a few resources and call it a day. And um, anyway, I'll talk about this all one day. But anyway, uh, so first of all, with that, like I felt such guilt of like if until I give my rebuttal I can't do anything else in my life which is not true but then secondly 
um, just being so extremely depressed with that situation and with the situation of the world we're living in right now of um, mainly the election, to be completely honest, because, and, and this is going to sound very, I don't know if this will make sense, but this is personally how I feel about our current I'm not saying all politics. I'm not saying every situation. I'm saying our current presidential election in the United States in 2020. There is nothing I can be told. I I do not see, unless if somebody was like, actually, here's all the evidence of why Donald Trump is actually a saint. And these are all proven things. And then it was proven by so many people. And, and fucking Obama said, actually, just kidding. We, f- we found all this evidence and, and Donald Trump's a great guy. And it was actually, no, there's not a single thing. There's, that's, that's, a, that's a fake world that exists. There is not a single thing that can be told to me that would make me feel any different about that man. I only feel hate for him. And uh, Donald Trump, that is. Uh, and I know how I voted. I already voted. Make sure you vote, please. Um, but I know how I was going to vote. And then once I got my ballot, I knew exactly how I was going to vote. So seeing things on social media of people going, oh, look what he said, or look what he did now. And oh my gosh, like, see, this is why we need to. And I'm like, I already know all these things. And I keep up with the news. It doesn't mean I I stop listening to news. I have Apple news on my phone, like, and that's all these different journalism things. I get emails from places. I go research, you know what I mean? I watch news type programs but I didn't need that through social media and then on top of that for me personally a whole other wave of frustration and there's nothing other than I can explain is like losing hope for humanity in like in a very serious way of seeing people post on social media about like acting like this pandemic doesn't exist and just knowing people who were so aggressively affected by it and knowing people in my life who, thank the Lord, knock on wood, you know, fingers crossed, I have not lost anybody in my life to COVID, but I know people who have suffered and people in my very immediate family have suffered. So, and they luckily came out on the other side, but it, it's not something to play around with. So to pe- see people who just don't care, that's also extremely disheartening. And so... I do not believe that you need, nobody needs social media. I think there is a benefit to having social media for the sake of being able to connect with friends and people you don't know and, and whatever. Um, especially in a time like this, social media was so great for being able to um, connect when we can't connect in person. And I th- there's something that I do love about like Instagram and Twitter and whatever. However, there's been a lot of people that I've been seeing say things along the lines of like, oh my gosh, you're so selfish for getting off. Not to me, but in the beginning of the pandemic. And especially when all the Black Lives Matter, um, like the civil rights movement started happening. Um, that people were just kind of saying things along the lines of like, it's selfish of you to get off social media. And I'm like, you are aware of that. There are other ways to stay informed and, and there are other ways to stay active as an activist or as a person trying to make change um you don't have to do it through instagram and twitter and i think because our society is so based off of we're getting fucking deep here holy shit i'm just kind of word vomiting but that is the podcast so you knew what you're signing up for (laughs) but people i don't know 
social media is not the only way to stay informed in the world. Social media is not the only thing in the world. And there are some people who view it as so important. And um, I've always known it was important in a societal way. But like I, I knew it wasn't the end all be all. You know what I mean? And then just seeing how many more people are just so much more. Uh, I don't want to say buying into that because that sounds kind of condescending. But um, who also are of that camp that social media is the only way, you know, and like, that is the standard for everybody. And I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, I don't know if any of this is making sense. But anyway, so going online and seeing that humanity is crumbling beneath our feet, and then also the election, and then also this one personal situation with me feeling guilt for not coming up with this defense um, of my honor, and myself. um, And the 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 uh, altercation, I'll say, started through Instagram. That's why I feel all this disdain towards Instagram. So anyway, because of that, because of just being depressed and how much shit, and then all the shit storm happening in my life, I could not process anybody else's shit. And I could not process the world's shit because I need to take care of my universe before I focus on the universe outside of me. Because if my world is crumbling, I have nothing to stand on to try to help anybody else. So... With that being said, I haven't been on Instagram in like two months, so that's been um very refreshing. And I think also, I think I want to do a video on this too. Like I feel like it would be helpful because a lot of people really like my Snapchat video. It, it's one of those videos that I never expected to do well. And it's a video that still gets views to this day. I also get a lot of spam on it too. <laughs> um, but it, I get comments about it a lot of just kind of going, oh, thank you for showing me this perspective of deleting Snapchat and whatever, because Snapchat was super toxic for me. Um, and Instagram is definitely not in that way and Twitter is not in that way, but it's different. Oh, excuse me. So I feel like I'd want to talk about just my experience with all that nonsense in a video. I just need to, I need to think about it. And then also once I go back to social media. And I honestly, I've said like when I first went off and then I was like, I don't think I'm going to go back on till the election. And now that I think about it, I don't know if I'm going to go back on till next year. But anyway, so um, where was I going with that? There was a point. So yeah, I haven't been on social media. I don't know. Maybe that was the point. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, um, moving on to one last thing before I skedaddle because I do have to be up rather early tomorrow and I was going to edit, but then I was, okay, if for some reason, and I don't know if my friend listens to this podcast, but Lilith, if you are listening, you are what inspired this, like you are what got the, the fire back in me to have me record this episode, so thank you, because we were talking about, uh, cars and 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 nonsense and then and then she posted in the chat of our uh uh zoom call of like I want to hear a whole podcast episode on this and like I was like oh yeah the podcast and I was like I I'm kind of I'm kind of revved up right now and like I was just I don't know she she's a very cool person and and, and she kind of get got my energy up a little bit in a positive way so thank you Lilith and also just made me remember that yeah I have a podcast and I should actually like I kind of just got, got the push in me so I brought that up for a reason oh yeah okay the thing before I go oh yeah because my original plan was going to edit tonight and then I got off the zoom call and I was like I'm gonna do the podcast I'm fucking doing it all my mic shit is connected to the computer too because I was just using this mic for the zoom call 
but uh, Big Brother, OMG, y'all, I, I talked about this a couple times, uh, if you listen to Big Brother and you don't want any spoilers, if you're behind, like I've been behind, um, click off now. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Stay marvelous and all the things. <laughs> um, but if you're sticking around for some BB talk, let's let's talk. So I, because of this rehearsal that I have, one, Big Brother is always over by the time the summer's over. So I've never had a show coincide with Big Brother. But because of COVID and them getting delayed later and yada yada, whatever, it ended on October 25th, 26th or something like that, which is unprecedented. So like they had Halloween themed games, like, you know what I mean? Like spooky season type of deal. So I've never had to deal with this before of because Big Brother happens three times a week, uh, it, typically Sundays, but for some reason in the middle of the season that switched to Mondays, and I think I had something to do with football, but anyway. So Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 7 to 8 is when episodes are. And uh, it's kind of like Monday is when, well, okay, I'm not even going to bother explaining the concept of the show. That will be saved for another day, slash I think I've already talked about it. But so this this reality TV show, that, that's all you need to know. It's a reality TV show. Happens three times a week. And if you get backed up on one episode, you're kind of screwed. So what the last like two weeks my mom and I have been doing, or like three weeks actually kind of, is um, is kind of going, okay, well, we'll watch the episode from today, tomorrow, because then we can watch it before I have rehearsal and then kind of be caught up that way. And that was working for a long time. And then the finale happens. And the finale is in two parts and they're typically like an like an hour to two hour long episodes each time. Like the, the finale is two episodes, two hours, and the, the part one finale is an hour. And so anyway, I have been avoiding the internet, just like the internet. Like I was scared to go on YouTube for like the last week. Because what if randomly somebody I'm subscribed to was going to spoil the finale of Big Brother? Because I just watched it last night and the finale was two nights ago. And so anyway, finally watched it and I, I'm not going to talk about the whole, I feel like maybe I'll talk about the whole season in another episode. I don't know. But if, if you guys are interested in that, please let me know. But if you're also a Big Brother watcher, listener, or whatever, please let me know because I feel like more people are starting to get into Big Brother and I'm very into it because it's fun to talk to people about it. But um, I am very happy that Cody won out of, uh, and like I said, I said spoiler alert, so sorry, I didn't preface that. I'm going to say who won, you know, but I'm very happy that Cody won out of how it played out. I obviously wish different people made it to the finals. I wish people got axed sooner. I wish people didn't get axed at all. You know, I wish other people had won. I had different people I wanted to win at the beginning of the season. Like Bailey, Nicole A, Davon, uh, David, Tyler. I kind of, like, I had a good vibe about Cody, but I think I saw him. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I wasn't excited about him, but as the game went on, I, I saw how good of a player he was. Um, but those are the people I was really excited for. Um, oh, and Kevin, Kevin. Oh my God, I forgot about Kevin. Cause I couldn't remember him from his season, but soon as his intro thing came on, I was like, oh, I love him so much. Uh, and I'm glad he made it as far as he did, but I wish he would have made it farther. I wish certain people would not have made it as far. And that's a whole topic for another day. But with the way that things played out, I'm happy the final three went the way it did. I'm happy the final two went the way it did. And I'm happy that Cody won unanimously 
The only other time that was that happened, Julie said, was Dan Gee's language. I mean, the way that Cody played the game this season was not only so much improved from his last time, but he deserved to win because he had every and if I ever get a chance to play this freaking game, I don't know how many times I've talked about this on the internet, on the podcast, on my YouTube channel, like at all, but I want to be on Big Brother so bad. I'm auditioning, literally don't jinx it, like knock on wood, cross your fingers, you know, send all the good vibes, smoke the sage signals in your, what? I don't know. Burn the sage, that's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> that's not what that's for, but um, I want to be on that show so bad. But anyway, the a game that I would try to hopefully try to have would be one of a competition like you have to have a well-rounded game and that is in competitions in strategy and in social and I know I would have the social game down pretty well I think I could potentially have a competition like I would not be a comp beast I'm very aware well of that um unless if my body were to transform in the next two months in some insane way I I don't I don't have a Cody body, you know, and then I don't have a tiny body like Nicole. Like that's where Nicole won a lot of things is she was just small and light. Like that, that's a strategy. You either are tiny and light and maybe you're not strong, but that comes to your benefit because you weigh nothing or you are super strong and fast and whatever. So like Tyler was also strong, but he's also very small. Nicole, small. Christmas, strong. Cody, strong. Memphis, strong. You know? So, Kevin, like, kind of light. You know, he's, he's still very tall, but I feel like he still was in that light category. So, you have those benefits. And then if you're in a body shape or a body fitness level like me, you're, you're kind of a little bit screwed. So, I need to get to work on that if I want to get my game level up. But the strategy is also something I would hope to excel at or at least be good at to last (laughs) so anyway Cody's game was a beautifully well-rounded game there were moments that I hated and honestly the moments that I hated throughout the season kind of had nothing to do with Cody I do have to say everything that made me mad about this year was had it wasn't even him like planting seeds it was just other people being shitty people or just being stupid so that's another thing that I do have to say of like, well, at least I'm glad that he won. I'm glad that Enzo got final two. He got the 50 grand for his kids. He made it further than the last time. I'm glad Nicole didn't get to final two because she doesn't fucking deserve it. I'm sorry. I like Nicole acts like she's she I need to go watch her old seasons because I'm passing a lot of judgment on her from things that I cannot perfectly recall. So that's not fair of me to say. But at least for this season, Nicole literally said she thinks she's one of the best Big Brother, big brother game players in history. And I think she is one of the best floaters in history. And she's great at playing stupid. But I don't think that's a great game strategy. I don't think that makes you the best. I think you are just... Um, I don't even know if utilizing your assets is, is a correct way of phrasing that. But I don't think that makes you a good game player. I think that just makes you go oh, well, everybody doubted me, so I just played along with that and then didn't prove them wrong and then also wasn't really strategic. It was just kind of like, oh, I realize everybody thinks I'm stupid, so I'm just going to keep being stupid, I guess, because it's easy. Like, it wasn't strategic, you know? I think at a certain point, maybe she came up with ideas, but that's never how she was introduced to the house. Like, she was introduced to the house as an idiot. I'm not trying to bash Nicole, because I, I don't hate her. I just don't like her game. 
and I don't like how she talks about her game. I don't have this kind of Janelle Nicole relationship that they them two have, but I think Nicole is dumb and she walked into the house dumb, and then re- and then everybody's like, oh, she's dumb, and then I think later she figured out she could use it to her advantage, but she didn't walk into the house with a strategy of I'm going to play dumb or I know I'm not smart, so let me play it up. That's the difference. So. With that, I'm going to end my Big Brother rant because I could go on and on and on and I feel like I just need to make a whole episode just yaddling on. Yaddling? What the fuck does that mean about Big Brother? But I am going to go because uh, I have to use the little podcaster's room, first of all. Secondly, I have to be up early in the morning. So I need a skedaddle frattles. But if you stuck around this long, it's good to be back. I am going to try to figure out a schedule because I had a really good one before all the fucking COVID bullshit happened and then I just kind of went down the drain. Oh, good gravy. Annalise, come on. I just waxed my pop filter. Um, But I want to try to figure something out. Um, If you have any suggestions for days that you like to hear episodes because like originally Mondays was kind of my thought but then I put them out on Monday nights. So I feel like if I do Sunday nights then you'll have a podcast for Monday because, like, the Tiny Meat Gang podcast comes out, like, Thursdays slash Fridays. And that's something I, like, knew to look forward to. Of, like, oh, my new podcast is coming out today. And then, like, I think This Might Get Weird comes out on Wednesdays. So, I don't know. Like, my brain has kind of figured out when certain episodes come out. So, I need to figure that out. Like, when my favorite episodes come out. And then and then go, okay, here, let's see. I can find an answer right now. Tiny Meat Gang, Thursday. This might get weird Wednesday. Okay, then I might make the podcast episodes on Monday because then that makes a new video come out on Wednesday. You know what I mean? So then Sunday recording? I don't know. This is literally just my brain talking, but I like to kind of explain these things on the podcast because also I want feedback from y'all. And if there's anything that you think is interesting, if you want to, like suggestions for things to talk about on the podcast too, please send them to me. I do have a podcast, Instagram and Twitter, but TB completely H, email me contact Annalise at gmail.com that is like my my business channel email uh so please email me there with anything you would like me to talk about on the podcast any suggestions for formatting of the podcast um also something that I'm really trying hard to do and I made a post on my community tab in my youtube channel but I really want to revamp my patreon and make it something that is exciting and exclusive and a really cool community but that can also you know what I mean and that's what I I just want my Patreon to be something really cool and that would get folks excited and provide some sort of extra benefit instead of warmth in their heart for helping me out with my channel. So if you have any suggestions, check out my community tab on my YouTube channel or like I said, email me. You can tweet me. Um, I, I just don't expect to see things quickly, but if you email me, I'll see it super fast. So, and if you're a friend listening to this and you have my number, text me. <laughs> Okay, uh, I think that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you and your time. It is very valuable. And if, if you're somebody who is kind of one of those folks who who comes back, you know, when I, when I take hiatuses from the podcast, because I've mentioned that this is not my priority and I think you all know that. Um, but if you come back or if you come back to the channel or, or whatever, just like thank you a lot because it there... I started this for me and then to find out that there are people who also enjoy it and want to be a part of it is is really cool so yeah okay I hope you'll have a fantastic night thank you so much for hanging out with me 
Hey, um, take care. Have a great day. And also, um, I feel like I should add this in the end of the episodes because I feel like it might be a good, <laughs> a, a, a fun thing to end your episode on. But uh, I'm going to give you like a little, like a little pro tip for life, like a, like a big sister hack, you know? Um, I always say I want to be like your internet neighbor or like your older sister or like your older cousin kind of thing uh, who can give you advice on things or, or, or give you a heads up on something. Anyway, so if I decide to keep this a thing, today's like life tip is if you are ever painting a stripe on a wall and let's say the wall is going to be tan and then you want a blue stripe on the wall, paint the wall tan, then wait for it to dry, of course, put down your painter's tape, paint the wall tan again over the seam of the painter's tape to the wall let that dry then paint your blue stripe then let that dry peel off the tape and it'll be a crisp perfect crispy line because any of the paint that would have seeped underneath like was it kind of creates this secondary barrier i don't entirely i can't really explain the science of it but it works every fucking time so there you go there's your tip uh Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. Stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I'll chat with y'all in the next one. Bye.